Welcome to Kingdom Testimonies. This is Lisa, and today is Wednesday, September 22nd. Um, we're in 2nd Baruch, and I forgot to look to see if there was a 1st Baruch, but that doesn't matter. We're in 2nd Baruch. Um, and this is an apocalyptic book. That means it speaks about the last days, like the last of the last days. I know when sometimes people say the end times and then other people say, we've been in the end times since Jesus was on the earth. You know, well, obviously they thought it was the end times way back in Jeremiah and Baruch's days, you know, and same thing with the last days. When you say these are, you know, we're in the last days. Well, we've been in the last days for a long time, you know. And sure, maybe, maybe we have another hundred years. Maybe we have another three hundred years. Maybe there's another thousand. Um, I am of the belief that we are definitely in the last days. As in, Jesus coming back very soon. I don't think he's going to come back like tomorrow. There's, there's a lot of things, according to the scripture, there's a lot of things that have to take place before he comes back. Um, the Antichrist has to pretty much take over the world. And he's trying. But, you know, to me, the Antichrist is the world. Like, like it's the world system if you love the world and you love your life and you don't want to lose it you know the the world is set up by evil entities by the devil it's you know so we're not supposed to love anything in this world but the beast system has to be controlling everybody on earth and God's people will need to be like either in hiding or resisting, you know, so there's a ways to go before, before things really kick in. Are we in the book of revelations? I believe we are possibly at the very beginning the beginning of sorrows, you know, the first seal. Um, and I won't get into that today. Maybe we'll get into that at another time. But certainly with what's what started last year in 2020, they really got the ball rolling. So, um, you know, and, and I, do, I try not to listen to the radio. I don't watch TV. I don't. I own a television, and I think I talked about this before. I, I broke. It sits on a little pedestal. It's like a 19-inch flat screen. I accidentally broke the pedestal, so it would have to like hang on a wall, which I don't have much wall space. And my son gave me a mounting kit, and it's like, well. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Yes, I go on YouTube. Yes, I do, because I listen to certain teachings, um, worship music. I have um, Christian homesteading channels that I watch. 
I try not to watch anything worldly unless I'm looking for how-to information. I was watching one channel on homesteading and the guy was clearly not a Christian. Um, he was pretty much thanking the universe for blessing him. And I, you know, and I prayed and I'm like, Lord, I'm getting a lot of good information off this channel. Should I continue, you know, should I just kind of ignore that and continue? And I just really strongly felt that I don't need to get my instruction on how to do things from anyone but him or representatives of him. So it's like, okay, that's that. Um, and then right directly after that, he led me to um, a channel called Thousands of Roots. Roots? Roots? I don't know, however you want to pronounce it. And it's a Christian family that is setting up a homestead. And he said, here, this one. And so what I did, what I've done is kind of got in the um, habit is during my meals, I'll watch some episodes of that. Um, <clears throat> and then the rest of the time, you know, I, I just, I try to stay in the word and I try to pray. And these are just things I try to do. I say, I try. Nobody's perfect. <sighs> All right. We're in 2nd Baruch 12. We left off at verse 5. Um, I read verse 5. And when I had said these things, I fasted seven days. Okay. So we're, that was actually, I don't understand this chapter numbering system. It says we're in chapter 13, 1. But then it starts 13.1 and then a couple verses down. Oh, because it's repeated. All right. And having said this, I fasted seven days. Okay. All right. It was, there was a, there was duplicate verses. Okay. So I took those out. We are on chapter 13. We finished chapter 12. Okay. And it came to pass after these things that I, Baruch, was standing upon Mount Zion and lo, a voice came forth from the height and said unto me, Stand upon your feet, Baruch, and hear the word of the mighty God. Because you have been astonished at what has befallen Zion, you shall therefore be assuredly preserved to the consummation of the times, that you may be for a testimony, so that if ever those prosperous cities say, Why hath the mighty God brought upon us this retribution? Say you to them, you and those like you, who shall have seen this evil. This is the evil and retribution which is coming upon you and upon your people in its time that the nations may be thoroughly smitten. And then they shall be in anguish. And if they say at that time, for how long? You will say to them, you who have drunk the strained wine, drink you also of its dregs. The judgment of the lofty one who has no respect of persons. On this account he had aforetime no mercy on his own sons, but afflicted them as his enemies because they sinned. Okay, these sons could be human, could be the fallen angels. Then therefore were they chastened that they might be sanctified, not the fallen angels. They don't get the chance to be sanctified. 
All right. But now, you people and nations, you are guilty because you have always trodden down the earth and used the creation unrighteously. For I have always benefited you, and you have always been ungrateful for the beneficence. Ye peoples, and ye have trodden down the earth and misused the created things in it. For you were always being benefited, but you were always ungrateful. Okay, chapter 14. And I answered and said, Lo, you have shown me the method of the times, and that which shall be after these things. And you have said unto me that the retri retribution, which has been spoken of by you, shall come upon the nations. He's now talking to God. And now I know that those who have sinned are many, and they have lived in prosperity, and departed from the world, but the few nations will be left in those times to whom those words shall he said which you did say. For what advantage is there in this? Or what evil, worse than what, we have seen befall us? Are we to expect to see? So he's asking, what, what, what can we expect? And I answered and said, Behold, you have shown me the methods of the times, that which shall be. Is this repeating again? And you have said unto me that the retribution which is spoken of by you shall be endured by all nations. Oh, goodness. Okay, it's repeating. Um, set out. But again, I will speak in your presence. What have they profited who had knowledge before you and have not walked in vanity as the rest of the nations and have not said to the dead, give us life, but always feared you and have not left your ways? And lo, they have been carried off, nor on their account have you had mercy on Zion. And if others did evil, it was due to Zion that on account of the works of those who wrought good works, she should be forgiven, and should not be overwhelmed on account of the works of those who wrought unrighteousness. But who, O Lord, my Lord, will comprehend your judgment? Or who will search out the profoundness of your way? Or who will think out the weight of your path? Or who will be able to think out your incomprehensible counsel? Or who of those that are born has ever found the beginning or end of your wisdom? For we have all been made like a breath. For as the breath ascends involuntarily and again dies, so it is with the nature of men, who depart not according to their own will, and know not what will befall them in the end. For the righteous justly hope for the end, and without fear depart from this habitation, because they have with you a store of works preserved in treasuries. On this account also, these without fear leave this world, and trusting with joy they hope to receive the world which you have promised them. But as for us, woe to us, who also are now shameful, shamefully entreated, and at that time look forward only to evils. But you know accurately what you have done by means of your servants, for we are not able to understand that, that which is good as you art our creator. But again I will speak in your presence, O Lord, my Lord. When of old there was no world with its inhabitants, you did devise and speak with a word, and forthwith the works of creation stood before you. And you did say that you wouldst make for your world man as the administrator of your works, that it might be known that he was by no means made on account of the world, but the world on account of him. 
And now I see that as for the world which was made on account of us, lo, it abides. But we, on account of whom it was made, depart. And the Lord answered and said to me, You are rightly astonished regarding the departure of man, but you have not judged well regarding the evils which befall those who sin. And as regards what you have said, that the righteous are carried off and the impious are prospered, and as regards what you have said, man knows not your judgment, on this account hear, and I will speak to you and hearken, and I will cause you to hear my words. Man would not rightly have understood my judgment unless he had accepted the law, and I had instructed him in understanding. But now because he transgressed wittingly, yea, just on this ground that he knows, he shall be tormented. And that's how it is today, actually. People know. Someone knows when they are sinning. Doesn't matter if they're Christian. They know when they're doing wrong against against the Most High who indwells everything in this earth. People, they know. You know? People will be like, well, you know, I... I didn't know that that was wrong. It's like, nope, I call BS. Okay. And as regards what you BS meaning, you better go do some Bible study. And as regards what you did say touching the righteous, that on account of them has this world come, so also again shall that, which is to come, come on their account. For this world is to them a strife and a labor with much trouble, and that accordingly which is to come, a crown with great glory. And I answered and said, O Lord, my Lord, lo, the years of this time are few and evil, and who is able in his little time to acquire that which is measureless? Um, <clears throat> Baruch is still thinking the end of the world. I mean, this is the end of the world. You know, and that's that's why I say I'm thinking now is the end of the world. I mean, can it get much more evil? But maybe it's not. Chapter 17. And the Lord answered and said unto me, With the most high account is not taken of time nor of a few years. For what did it profit Adam that he lived 930 years and trans transgressed that which he was commanded? Therefore the multitude of time that he lived did not profit him, but brought death and cut off the years of those who were born from him. Wherein did Moses suffer loss, and that he only he lived only one hundred and twenty years? And inasmuch he was subject to him who formed him, brought the law to the seed of Jacob, and lighted a lamp for the nation of Israel. And I answered and said, he that lighted has taken from the light, and there are but few that have imitated him. But those many whom he has lighted have taken from the darkness of Adam and have not rejoiced in the light of the lamp. Not sure what you're talking about there, Baruch. Sorry. And the Lord answered and said unto me, Wherefore at that time he appointed for them a covenant and said, Behold, I have placed before you life and death. And he called heaven and earth to witness against them. For he knew that his time was but short, but that heaven and earth endure always. But after his death they sinned and transgressed, talking about Moses here, though they knew that they had the law reproving them, and the light in which nothing could err 
also the spheres which testify, and me. Okay, now the Lord's talking here. Um, when the Lord answered and said, Moses brought the lot of the seed of Jacob and lighted a lamp for the nation of Israel. Remember, when Moses came down from the mountain, his face shone. I mean, he had to put a veil over his face because it, it shone. No one could look into his face because of the light. And therefore, God is comparing the light, maybe to Moses' face, but the light which shines light on, on man's deeds which is the law. The law shines the light on man's deeds. Okay. Now regarding everything that is, it is I that judge. But do not you take counsel in your soul regarding these things, nor afflict thyself because of those which have been. For now it is the consummation of time that should be considered, whether of business, or of prosperity, or of shame, and not the beginning thereof. Because if a man be prospered in his beginnings and shamefully entreated in his old age, he forgets all the prosperity that he had. And again, if a man is shamefully entreated in his beginnings and at his end is prospered, he remembers not again his evil entreatment. And again, hearken, though each one were prospered all the time, all that time, all the time from the day on which death was decreed against those who transgress and in his end was destroyed, in vain would have been everything. Okay. <clears throat> We're on chapter 20. This discourse between the Lord and Baruch is uh, rather confusing. It's not clear what their conversation is about. Maybe it is to you. Um, Baruch has some questions and they're not they're not clear to me what the lord is saying is clear but okay therefore behold the days come and the time shall hasten more than the former and the season shall speed on more than those of, that are past and the years shall pass more quickly than the present years therefore have i now taken away zion that i may the more speedily visit the world in its season this is apocalyptic here now therefore hold fast in your heart everything that I command you and seal it in the recesses of your mind. Then I will show you the judgment of my might and my ways which are unsearchable. Okay. Go therefore and sanctify thyself seven days. Eat no bread, drink no water, speak to no one. And afterward, come to that place and I will reveal myself to you and speak true things with you. And I will give you commandment regarding the method of the times for they are coming and tarry not. Which reminds me of Habakkuk. Two, three, though it tarries. Okay. Um, I want to say something about verse 1 and 2. The time shall hasten more than the former. The season shall speed on more than those that are past. The years shall pass more quickly than the present years. Okay. That is what is being referred to as the great acceleration. In the last days, time will speed up. And 
part of that is the verse, um, and if the time were not cut short, only the elect would be saved or something like that. There's still going to be three and a half years from the beginning of the Great Tribulation to the time of the wrath. Okay? So he's not, he's not taking away any days or months, but he's speeding up the time. He's cutting the time short. Okay, so let's, let's look at that. Uh, though the time be cut short. Let's look up. Uh, cut short in the New Testament. Mm. Uh, short work will the Lord make upon the earth. I'm not quite sure. Let me see what the terminology is. Let me look that up. Just one second. Okay, so it's Matthew 24, 22. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. Jesus is talking here. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Okay, shortened is Strong's G2856, which is figuratively to abridge or shorten. Okay, let's look up a bridge. What does a bridge mean? Shorten without losing the sense. Hmm, curtail. A bridge Bible definition. Reduce, lessen in duration, scope, authority. Diminish, curtail. Okay. You know, but you know where I'm going with this. Um, and this is, this is the, it's talk, verse 21 is, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor ever shall be. Except those days should be shortened. Well, how is he going to shorten those days if it has to be? three and a half years and that's where where people get the acceleration of time I am of the big belief that yes that is going to happen and possibly is already happening I mean yeah I mean the older you get it's like wow time is going by so fast it's crazy you know well yeah it is but um, you know the old timers have been saying that for, I suppose, many, many years. I remember hearing it when I was little. But anyway, incidentally, there is a book called The Great Acceleration. Can't remember the guy's name who wrote it. I have it on Kindle, I think. Um, but my daughter has the print. I recommend it. I highly recommend it. Okay. All right, then. So let's go to chapter 21. And I went there and sat in the valley of Kidron in a cave of the earth, and I sanctified my soul there. And I ate no bread, yet I was not hungry. Sounds like Enoch. And I drank no water, yet I thirsted not. 
and I was there till the seventh day, as he had commanded me. And afterwards I came to that place where he had spoken with me. And it came to pass at sunset that my soul took much thought. And I began to speak in the presence of the Mighty One, and said, O you that have made the earth, hear me, that have fixed the firmament by the word, and have made firm the height of the heaven by the Spirit. Fixed firmament. Sorry, got to throw that out there. That have called from the beginning of the world. Is that why some of these have been taken out of our Bible? Maybe. That have called from the beginning of the world that which did not yet exist. And they obey you. You that have commanded the air by your nod. And have seen those things which are to be as those things which you are doing. You that rule with great thought the hosts that stand before you. Also the countless holy beings which you did make from the beginning of flame and fire which stand around your throne, you rule with indignation. To you only does this belong, that you should do forthwith whatsoever you do wish, who causes the drops of rain to rain by number upon the earth, and alone knows the consummation of the times before they come. Have respect unto my prayer, for you alone are able to sustain all who are, and those who have passed away, and those who are to be, those who sin, and those who are to righteous living and being past finding out. Okay. For you alone do live immortal and past finding out, you know the number of mankind. And if in time many have sinned, yet others, not a few, have been righteous. Okay. The printing here is doing a weird thing again, so bear with me. Okay. You know where you preserve the end of those who have sinned or the consummation of those who have been righteous. Um, this, this is frustrating because I printed this exactly as it was, and it's like, it's like verses are like chopped or whatever. Okay, for if there were this life only, which belongs to all men, nothing could be more bitter than this. For of what profit is strength that turns to sickness? Now Baruch's just claim, um, complaining. But you got to realize it's the end of his nation, the end of all of his people. Or fullness of food that turns to famine. Or beauty that turns to ugliness. For the nature of man is always changeable. For what we were formerly now, we no longer are. And what we now are, we shall not afterwards remain. For if a consummation had not been prepared for all, in vain would have been their beginning. But regarding everything that comes from you, do you inform me? And regarding everything about which I ask you, do you enlighten me? Those aren't questions. It's, you, you do enlighten me. Okay. Um, we're going to finish chapter 21 and end it there. Just a little bit left to go. How long will that which is corruptible remain? And how long will the time of mortals be prospered? And until what time will those who transgress in the world be polluted with much wickedness? Command therefore in mercy and accomplish all that you said you would bring, you wouldst bring, that your might may be made known to those who think that your long suffering is weakness. And show to those who know not that everything that has befallen us in our city until now has been according to the long suffering of your power. 
because on account of your name you have called us a beloved people. Bring to an end, therefore, henceforth, mortality, and reprove accordingly the angel of death, and let your glory appear, and let the mighty of your beauty be known, and let Sheol be sealed, so that from this time forward it may not receive the dead, and let the treasuries of souls restore those who are enclosed in them. For there have been many years like those that are desolate from the days of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and of all those who are like them who sleep in the earth, on whose account you did say that you had created the world. And now quickly show your glory and do not defer what has been promised by you. And when I had completed the words of this prayer, I was greatly weakened. Okay, so Baruch is like, okay, fine, then just end it all. You know, he's questioning everything. Clearly this guy is distraught. Um, he's a prophet, so he's used to being in conversation with the Lord. But this time it's different. It's like he's just exasperated. Everything is ending. The world is ending. Whoever's in Sheol or hell or whatever, if it's some kind of purgatory or whatever Sheol is, you know, just he, he's just asking God. He's, he was weakened, so he's earnestly beseeching God, just, just please, this is too much. Just end it. End it all. And um, it gets pretty interesting after this. I have notes in here. Um, chapter, we're going to start with chapter 22 tomorrow, but chapter 27, which isn't very far into it, there is a discourse where is it the an angel or the Lord who is... Uh, telling him about the 12 woes that come upon the earth. And they do much represent or mirror what's talked about in the book of Revelations. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I exactly matched it up, which would be an interesting thing to do, because it talks about there will be famine. Uh, there will be... Many will fall by fire. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a it's like the book of Revelations in just one little chapter. And it's a list of twelve things that happen. Okay. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. I'm gonna end it there. And it's interesting. I hope you're enjoying Second Baruch. I am. I can just, you know, I can just feel this guy's anguish. He, he thinks that he is like three and a half years into the Great Tribulation. What that's going to feel like, can't even begin to ex imagine. But Baruch is there. He's like, just end all of this. Um, so he's pretty exasperated. But anyway, God's going to reveal to him the coming judgment, which is not going to be in Baruch's day. They go into captivity. All right. Uh, so with that, we'll end it there. And I pray you all have a blessed day.